for the week of April 18th, 2021. This is Mojo Weekly. I am John. There are no cats in America. It's me, Josh. Hi. All right, here's your news. There wasn't a lot going on this week, Josh, but we did have a Nintendo Indie Direct. Uh, There was a bunch of stuff uh, shown there, but we're just going to talk about a couple of them. The first one, Konami announced Getsu Fumiden Undying Moon, which is crazy because this is a revival of a 34-year-old Famicom game. What the hell are they doing? Only published in Japan. It was released on uh, the original Getsu Fumiden was released on the Famicom in Japan only in 1987. So uh, the side-scrolling action-adventure game starred Getsu Fuma, who is on a mission to recover his fallen brother's swords and kill the evil dragon master Ryokatsuki. Does, uh, does Konami remember that they have other IPs like yeah. Castlevania or Goemon or Contra? Yeah, like, ones that people give a shit about. Uh, yeah. The game featured overhead, side-scrolling, and behind-the-back gameplay perspectives. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. Like This game looks fucking sweet like the the, this new game i don't know about the original but this new game looks cool man um it it's it's fucking looks amazing uh it's described by konami as having roguelike elements which i'm like whatever uh and a latter day castlevania style structure uh in Getsu Fumiden Undying Moon, the the seal to the gate of hell has been ripped open and a flood of evil spirits have been released into the world. And Getsu Fuma must take up arms and battle the revived demons to protect his clan. So it's coming to the Nintendo Switch in 2022, but it's also coming to Windows PC later this year in a Steam Early Access period. And Early Access players will get access to the original Getsu Fumiden on Steam. Interesting. This is apparently like, you know, based on the reactions that I've seen, uh, the original is apparently like some sort of cult classic import game that I was unaware of. But this this game looks sweet, man. And I'm willing to check it out, uh, despite them threatening me with roguelike elements. Yeah, that's enough to scare me away. Yeah. Um, Forever Entertainment and Megapixel Studio have released the debut trailer and screenshots for... The House of the Dead remake. What the hell? What's and, going on here? Yeah, and it's coming to Switch. Uh, you can revisit the 1996 arcade classic remade with polished up graphics and improved modernized shooter gameplay. Up to two players can mow down hordes of zombies together when it arrives later this year. So I assume that you will be able to use your Joy-Con pointing at the screen as, you know, your light gun. Um, yeah. You know, it, they said that the Switch will be one of its platforms. I'm curious as to what the other platforms would be and if, like, what possible input device you would use. If, like, let's say it came to PS4 or 5 or one of the yeah. Xbox consoles. Interesting. I was, I, you know, I've, I, the original House of the Dead is fine. House of the Dead 2 is kind of the one that everybody knows, is, you know. Yep. Um, House of the Dead 3, eh, it's all right. I've played in their arcade. It's not great. House of the yeah. Dead Overkill is the one I want to see come back, man. Yeah. The, yeah, that's the a Wii good one. game. Yeah. Did the did the Xbox or the PlayStation systems have like 
like guns right now? I mean, are there any guns? I guess the no. well, there's the move, the move bubble, bubble, <laughs> yeah, lollipop guns for yeah. the score, yeah, right? There is I that. Know. I mean, and you would need, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested. Uh, you know, light yeah, guns, a- light guns obviously don't work with HD TVs, but um, I'm, mm-hmm. they they would need some sort of input device. And granted. You know, they have motion controls or, you know, whatever, gyro, whatever the fuck, um, in PlayStation controllers. So I guess that's a thing. It'd be a weird thing, but who knows? I'm interested in finding out more. It's coming later this year. We'll figure out. Yeah, I'm down to learn more. Yeah. Moving along, uh, .mu and publishers Lizard Cube and Guard Crush Games announced the Mr. X Nightmare add-on for Streets of Rage 4. Oh, shit. Uh, The DLC will add three newly playable characters and a survival game mode. One of the three new characters joining the fight is Estelle Aguirre, the special forces officer who appeared as a boss in Streets of Rage 4. Two more playable characters are teased in silhouette on .mu's new trailer, which you can find on on the internets. Uh, existing characters will also get new moves and new weapons to fight with. Players will also get new tunes, courtesy of composer T. Lopez, whose work has been featured in Sonic Mania, League of Legends, and Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. They did not announce a release date for this new DLC, but it is coming to all consoles where the game has already been released. Josh, I loved Streets of Rage 4. Played all oh, yeah. the way through it a bunch. Um, is this enough to get you to go back? Honestly, yeah, I think it is. It's been it's been enough time that's gone by now for me to say, hey, I might dive back into this, especially with new characters, new areas. Um, I did notice I was playing it the other night, and it felt like it was a little bit smoother. But I don't know if that's just because I'm playing it on the PS5 now, like yeah. no load times and all that, all that, etc. So. I don't know. I mean, three playable characters—that's cool. Um, a survival game mode, sure. Um, yeah, but you know, I I don't know that this is enough to make me say, yeah, I guess I'll go back and play through it again. I love the game; I think it's great, and and, is, I, and yeah. I would I would probably go back and play it again anyway, just on you know, randomly, just be like, oh, let's play some Streets of Rage if you have if I got some friends over, if my kids want to play. But this this isn't like where I'm like, yeah, this is getting me to come back and play through the whole thing again. Um, but whatever, it's cool nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their new .mu's new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Now that that on the other hand looks Holy fucking shit. sick. It looks good. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, moving along, uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX will launch for the PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, like everything. All right, They're, it's yeah. coming to fucking everything on June twenty fourth for twenty bucks. Yeah, weird. Uh, I have zero nostalgia for Alex Kidd. Yeah, that's sort of sad. I don't really either, but I didn't really. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't got a lot for Alex Kidd. Um, yeah, little monkey, did, little monkey guy. Little monkey guy. Now, if they did a Kid Cool in the quest for the Seven Wonder Herbs <laughs> remastered, now that's where I'm at. That's yeah. where you're at. Uh, so you can, uh, uh, you, you can smash rocks, collect coins, tackle bosses. Once again, it comprises all levels from the original title as well as brand new levels which expand the lore of Alex Kidd. You can experience Miracle World like you've never seen it before with new animations, graphical detail, gameplay improvements. Uh, it also includes all the original classic boss fights. Boss Rush Mode will give you the chance to experience non-stop boss action. 
and you can transport straight into the classic with retro mode. So this must be similar to uh, how, Mon- how Monster Boy, um, yeah. or uh, sorry, uh, Dragon's, you know, whatever the fuck. God damn it. Uh, Dragon's, we know it as Dragon's Curse, uh, the yep. remake of Dragon's Curse that uh, .mu did. Um, but basically, you just push a button and it takes you back into the original looking game, right? Yep. At any point during gameplay, you can switch between the enhanced graphics and a recreation of the original style, which is neat. Yeah. I like that. I think that's that is pretty cool. Uh, I think that's pretty neat, man. I, I gotta give you a little behind the scenes thing. Every episode that we record of this, about uh, ten fifteen minutes in, I panic and I'm like, "Did I remember to hit the record button?" And I always, I always did. I always did. But anyway, that, that's Boy, that be awful if we had to spend an extra 10 minutes talking to each other. Are you yeah, I know. It's, it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> and that's it for the news. Josh, you ready to talk some new releases? I am ready to talk some new releases. You know what? Uh, you know, it's a, a fairly new release that I'm absolutely fucking pissed at. By All right. Way. Let me know. What Pac-Man 99. That son of a bitch game. Yeah, I that's, thought you were loving it. I do love it. The best I can do is third place, and it's driving me bonkers, man. Hey, that's one place better than last time I talked to you. Yeah. I thought yeah. fourth was the last time. It was. This morning I hit third, and uh, my heart was about to jump out of my fucking chest. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right, well, here are the other new releases. Uh, this one is, uh, boy, MLB The Show 21, uh, coming not just to PlayStation consoles anymore. Um, now also on the Xbox consoles. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I feel like last year might've been the first year. I can't remember, but who develops I, that? I that was a Sony game. Uh, well, I mean, I forget who develops it, but they're not doing it for just Sony anymore. Oh. So there you go. Atelier mysterious trilogy deluxe pack for PS4 switch and PC buildings have feelings too, Josh. Uh-huh. No idea what that is, but it's for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Nice name. Uh, Judgment is coming to the next-gen consoles and Stadia. So if you'd missed that a few years ago, you can play it now. It was a fun little d- detective game set in the Yakuza universe. I enjoyed it. Huh. And then finally, and yes, I'm going to read this full title. This is our pick of the week. Near Replicant version 1.22474487139 coming yeah. to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, I don't know that I'll pick it up right away, but I will get this game at some point. So, what is it? It is. I believe this is a remake of the original Near game. Oh, okay. <laughs> the uh, the first one before Automata. Oh, interesting. All right, man. It is time for the game spotlight. Lay it on me, man. You got the game this week. I do. First um, time ever, I'm told. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever gotten to pick one out. This is great. Yeah. Um, so, you know, growing up, Back when we were kids, I think there was two types of people, two types of kids, two types of kids in school. There are guys that like California games and guys that like skate or die. Yeah. Which one was you? Uh, I was always skate or die. Okay, good. Me too. Me too. I ha- I don't know. I have yet to uh, meet a person that uh, enjoyed California games more than skate or die that didn't 
come home from school with a black eye. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, we did grow up on the mean streets of central Wisconsin. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, on the wrong side of the railroad tracks, which is just straight through town. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, okay, Skate or Die. What a weird game. Like, um, man, I was just kind of reading up a little bit on this. And the reason I wanted to talk about Skate or Die so much is because there's two games on the NES. And obviously, this game had a release on the Commodore 64, the Amstrad. Uh, and it was also available on, gosh, I think it was like the Apple. And then I think they even got a DOS PC version or something like that. And they were all developed and um, published by Electronic Arts. But for us lucky kids who happen to have NESs, the Nintendo Entertainment Systems, ours were developed by Electronic Arts and Konami together and published by Ultra Games, which was a subsidiary of sorts by uh, Konami. Sure. And um, the second one was developed by Electronic Arts and published by Electronic Arts. And they're such different, weird, different games. And the idea behind them is, is really bizarre. Um, so... In Skate or Die, which is kind of emulated later on with the Tony Hawk games, you get five different skateboarding events. Um, you can have up to eight players by passing the paddle around. There's like a, a massive like uh, pipe level. There's the there's the fighting, the combat one where you have these like boat paddles when you're in this like uh, bowl, fish bowl type of uh, skating bowl thing area, like a pool. There you go. Yeah, a pool yeah, pool. Area. <laughs> it's called a pool, Josh. There's the pool. Sorry. Well, there's the pool with the, comp- it's the combat with the pool with the oars and the yeah, and then there's freestyle ramp there's a high jump which was almost impossible to do anything right um the downhill events there was a race and then there was just uh like the uh the tricks area where you can just jam where you do the player does tricks and stuff yeah um so it's interesting because ultra ha- or, or konami i want to say i want to say ultra but because ultra was that like the type of games that were released by konami that were sort of like edgier and cooler cooler like back in the day for the nintendo sure um there was like skater die there was kings of the beach you know, there was the Ninja Turtle games and like roller games and stuff like that, that um, Konami kind of took a more serious route with their own IP where they were like calling games like, uh, you know, obviously the Castlevania series and uh, Batman Returns and stuff like that. But Skate or Die really has like a, it really has a soft spot in my, in, in my heart. I love the characters in the game. I think it's hilarious the way that they talk to each other. I like the idea of kind of just being this punk kid with no name who just goes and does these events and you can compete against other people. I think like the idea of having friends over and like playing games as a kid. Um, these different ter- these different things, we would have tournaments um, and stuff, but uh, man, I just, the NPC characters were hilarious. Do you remember Rodney? Do you remember Lester? Yeah, I remember Lester. Lester's the one I remember. Yeah. Yep. That's Rodney's son has a green flat top. He's the hard <laughs> AI opponent on the downhill events. And every, every event had a different opponent. There was poser Pete and aggro Eddie. <laughs> Poser Pete. Poser Pete, yeah. Um, That's awesome. You know, when I was uh, growing up on those very same mean streets that you uh, unknowingly grew up uh, on uh, just a half a mile away, um, this this game came out. Like, this game was a big deal when I was, like, in middle school. Yeah. And as I was just myself getting into skateboarding, um, so I would – I would skate those mean streets with my friends and we even went to the uh the like it seems eternally abandoned A and W uh root beer stand oh, and yeah. uh and our uh, our friend's dad loaded up a uh a parking block for us from the par- from the abandoned parking lot so we could take it home and put it in the 
in our skate area and grind on the parking block. And, um, and so anyway, we, we played this game at that same house all the time, um, and loved it. And, uh, not only that, but, uh, I was just, you, you, you mentioned poser Pete and we were just like, you know, probably 12, 13 years old, but the worst thing you could call somebody was a poser. You know, you're not a real skater. You're a poser. And meanwhile, we're from like central Wisconsin and we're just <laughs> fucking, you know, a bunch of dorks who had been skateboarding for like three months, you know, but, but we're, we're totally legit, you know, anyway, that's so my legit. story. So awesome. No, that's great. It's great. I love the characters. I love the stories. That's super fun. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know how, you know, the, the game wasn't all that deep or anything, but no. for some reason it entertained us for hours and hours. And it kind of controlled like shit a little bit. Um, oh, like, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the, the, the pool level that you're talking about where you had the, had like the uh, American gladiator style, you know, combat things. You were jousting, I guess, uh, yep. in, in a way that was just like a pain in the balls. Um, if you were playing against the AI, like you would think you timed it just right, but you really didn't, and they would freaking knock you off your skateboard. Oh, it was the worst. It really was. It was amazing. Yeah, but the thing is, is you would struggle through those unique yeah. uh, gaming uh, perks, if you will. Yeah. It's a feature. Because you, because you like the vibe of it so much, you know? You, oh, yeah. It was just so cool. And it was that late 80s, early 90s, like, tood, you know, with the, the yep. mohawks and the bright neon colors. And everybody was wearing Vision Streetwear clothes and all that shit, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm So now, just kind of reading up on it, I'm learning a little bit more. EA actually did have another skateboarding series called Skate. Yeah. And apparently in the game Skate 2, you could download something called a throwback pack, which contains T-shirts and branding of Skater Die logos on them and the character Lester. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. had no idea. I wondered, I know they're bringing that Skate series back, or at least I think they are. They should put that in there. They definitely should. That would make <laughs> me far more interested. And and two, I wanted to mention to uh, Skater Die 2, um, I remember loving Skater Die, but I never owned it. My nephew um, is the one that owned it, and we would play yeah. all the time. And when Skater Die 2 came out um, in 1990, I got it for Christmas. And I was so excited, and I was so ready to bring it home and just do the same exact thing all over again. And then I was not necessarily disappointed, but it is a very, very different game. Outside of the half pipe, the half pipe is spectacular it is such a fun half pipe in skater die 2 i think it's a better it's a better experience overall than the entire first game in yeah. altogether but the um the rest of skater die 2 almost plays like mm, kind of a beat-em-up it's almost a little double dragony with very particular um unique let's say unique controls where you're on a skateboard and you're going around and shooting guys with uh grenades and, and paintballs and I don't, I don't remember that game at all. I wonder if I ever even played it. I have no idea. It's interesting. So I, a lot of people haven't. A lot of people didn't even know it was a thing. Um, yeah. So it, it returns. Uh, Rodney and Lester are back. They're both good guys in this one. Um, CJ is this girl that you're, like, interested in. And then there's the main bad guy named Ice Pick. Ice and Pick. So Ice pick a thug who is the main villain of the game. So the game's called Skater Die 2: The Search for Double Trouble, and the idea of the game is that your half pipe, this amazing, beautiful half pipe that you can play with um, at the beginning of the game if you choose to do so instead of playing the adventure, yeah. is going to get horned down by the city, and you need to get enough money and do some odd jobs to make enough money um, to have it save, like save the skate, the save the half pipe is the idea of the game. But there's all these odd jobs and stuff. Like one of the levels is you just randomly running around 
shooting bad guys, and then I think you have to kill or else maim the the mayor's wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mayor is the one that hates skateboarding. I hate skateboarding. <laughs> and then um, the second level, you're in the mall. And so you have to go around the mall and be a delivery boy delivering things to people. And it's basically a quick little fetch quest where the guy and all of the store names are hilarious. They're like all shoots off of real things. There's I can't think of anything. It's like uh, BNS booksellers and like, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I can't think of it. They're, they're really funny, though. They're just like uh, there's one uh, one store, something called like uh, Stout large and deformed clothing or something like that. <laughs> um, anyway, you go to one guy at one of the shops and he's like, hey, bring these three apples to the supermarket. And so then you're riding around, you take the three apples to that guy. And then he's like, take these newspapers back to the taco stand. And you have to take the newspapers back. And <laughs> your time fetch quest. It is. And of course, it's just like Paperboy where there's like ghouls and monsters and everything's chasing you around or whatever. Um, and then the next, then you made enough money and you're about to save the half pipe, but oh no, the plans for the half pipe blow out the window and now you have to go out on the beach and find all the plan pieces again. And uh, it's just stuff like it's, I think it's only like four stages, but, um, the controls and, and the difficulty is pretty high in those levels. So just getting through one of the stages is a pretty big, uh, achievement in itself, but I loved it. And I think one of the best features of both these two games is the music and skater die two has some excellent music yeah. and really Excellent cutscenes. The cutscenes and the music are super cool, and man, I just love it. Nice. 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 All right, man. Time for the last question. And it occurs to me that I may have asked this question already. It's it's hard to keep track. We're coming up on a year, buddy. On a year. We've got just a few more episodes to go, and it'll be our one-year anniversary of doing this. So there's a good chance that... Uh, I have asked this question in the past, but since this, uh, dot, since .mu is in the news again with uh, not only uh, Streets of Rage updates but also TMNT, uh, what game should they uh, what game should they take on next, man? Obviously, Riot Zone. Come <laughs> Jesus, <on. laughs> come on! You got to do better than that, Riot Zone. I, I like how you just. I like how you just that just came right out of you. Like no hesitation. You're like Riot Zone. Well, like, we need a two player Riot Zone, uh, with all redone graphics and hyper super awesome like graphics. Like maybe some music from the arcade version Riot City. But I just want another game with two of the main protagonists named Tony and Hawk. Come on. Bring it to us. To- Riot Zone. There it is. Right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh Bonk's Adventure. Oh, well, that's, that's my just- that's my answer for everything. That's that's just as good, I suppose. Whenever somebody's like, "What series should they bring back?" I'm like, "Bonk's Adventure." What game should they remake? Bonk's Adventure. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. So what would my you answer. like on your pizza? Bonk's Adventure, please. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us. Actually, er, no, it's not. We've got mail. You've uh, got mail. <laughs> if you want to send us a letter, uh, you can do so by sending an email to mailbag at mojomenace.com. This first one comes to us from, of course, it's lag. Uh, and he says, well, excuse me, John, it's your Canadian lag. Evening, Josh and John, I have written you a poem. All right. This looks like a, this looks like a, uh, a haiku to me, but we're going to have to count the syllables when we're done. Uh, so John has old man brain. We get monster hunter rise. Josh is pissed off. Now, if I'm not mistaken, haiku is 575, yes? Uh, All right, let's do this. Ready? Sure. John has old man brain. One, two, three, four, five. 
We get Monster Hunter Rise. What? We get Monster Hunter Rise. That's seven. Josh is pissed off. That's four. <clears throat> Fails. Anyway, uh, I hope you two have a great show and look forward to your game spotlight, Josh. See? There you go. Wow, nice. How he exciting. Knew, he knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. Thanks it. for the letter lag. Uh, again, mailbag at mojomenace.com if you want to send us a letter exciting otherwise uh you can find more of our stuff at mojomenace.com where we have forums mojomenace.com slash forums in the top right hand corner of that forum page is a link to our discord chat you don't have to be a member of the forums to get to that link just go to mojomenace.com slash forums click on that link and uh, it'll take you to our discord chat always people chatting and having a good time like i always say not an asshole in sight everybody's cool uh youtube.com slash mojo menace is where klaus and i post our video content we've got some good stuff coming up in the next week and bait coming soon and then uh, uh on all of the social media sites you can find us at mojo menace josh where can they find you if you'd like to continue the conversation with me about how if you like california games better than skate or die you deserve to be punched in the face or not you can uh, follow me at underscore Joshua Turbo on the Twitterverse. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. All right, that's it for us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.